diseases now that are pretty critical, pretty long-term and chronic, and people didn't think there was hope for. And so one of my big jobs in working with our company is telling people that there is hope, but you have to take time and you have to listen to how to take it and how much to take and then what you need to do with your lifestyle along with it to make it work. And just to, you have to accept there's not a magic bullet um, that's just going to let you live a very unhealthy life and then suddenly make things all better. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we talk about this miracle plant with so many names and how it helps people in so many extraordinary ways. We have our producer and co-host, Dan the Man, is on with us, along with my mom is back as well, Janet Benton-Gaylor, who's going to help us talk about, does CBD actually work? We hear that all the time from people all over the country and all over the world. And the real answer to that question, we're going to discuss today. I'm actually traveling back to Nebraska to hang out with my family in Omaha. And so I'll be a little in and out and we might have to wrap a little early or get some help with that. But I love this conversation and I love to have this uh, discussion. And so a lot of people will wonder if CBD works or not. And the main um, reason is because not all CBD is created equal. There's lots of different forms of CBD and there's lots of different uh, extraction processes of CBD. So I'm going to kick it off to my mom and let her go with answering that question. Janet, does CBD work? If you have the right CBD and you take it correctly and for long enough, it will work. I basically, I do a lot of one-to-one consultation um, and people sign up for Zoom calls with me. And I pretty much have gotten pretty close to giving a guarantee that if they work with me and stay with me in terms of recommending doses, adjusting doses, and again, too, many issues are complex. So we'll also talk about dietary things in general. But with CBD, it's the magic bullet that is more effective than pretty much anything else out there because our bodies, again, have receptors just for the hemp or cannabinoid type products and no other tons of herbs or vitamins or chewable gummies um, are going to be quite the same. And so to actually see really good improvement from CBD, you actually have to find the right kind and become a knowledgeable shopper. CBD is pretty unique that you can get it at a gas station and a tobacco shop and CVS and online by all kinds of people. And so you really have to do your due diligence and understand uh, what you're looking for, or you will end up spending a lot of money buying a lot of product. And then you're never quite sure if it's working, which usually means that it probably isn't. And I come across so many people that have that experience. And it's a real downside in our whole marketing of CBD so many people try a CBD that is not ideal, and then it doesn't work. So they say, oh, CBD does not work. And it's one of the big uh, concerns that I have with the whole industry is because we are losing a lot of people who could get benefit if they had the right CBD and also had the guidance on how to take it. Love it. At the end of the day, what it comes down to is CBD works because our bodies work and our bodies produce CBD naturally in the form of what's called 2-AG. 
And the CBD can also be found in broccoli and kale and 25 other fruits and vegetables. And so it's not a question of whether or not something our body makes or natural other fruits and products make. It's just a matter of finding a, a whole plant, cold pressed, just like celery juice product that will work for you. On that topic, before I hop on my plane here real quick, any thoughts on that? The way you do it through juicing so that they get the whole entourage effect, as opposed to the extraction methods that just isolate the CBD and sometimes, like you said in a previous episode, convert it from CBDA to CBD. And it's really difficult when you're in the process of buying CBD to really know the difference and know what to look for when you do that and maybe give us some guidance as to what exactly we look for on the label so that we make sure that we get the CBD that will be the most effective. No, that's a great point. And the industry itself still a little confused. You're always going to hear words like a CBD isolate. And that means they literally, the plant, hemp plant has 512 constituents. They take the one CBD molecule and they heat and process and overprocess and winterize and do all these things to end up with one little molecule, which usually is a clear product. And you can get it really cheaply, 50,000 milligrams for 1995. And that too the industry is finally starting to admit that the isolated CBD literally does not work. And so that's the first thing people should look for if it says isolate on it or if it's clear. In fact, this, the color is a good indication. And a good CBD, by the way, it's going to be in like a dark amber bottle because you don't want it to get heat and light. But so the worst part of the chain is the isolated CBD. And then the next ones you're going to often see words like broad spectrum. And full spectrum, for one thing, people think, oh, it has everything from the plant in it. And full spectrum and broad spectrum actually don't have legal definitions. And when we go to conferences, some people say, oh, the broad spectrum has THC in it and the full spectrum doesn't. And then I have the next booth over will be telling me the opposite thing. So again, too, there's just really a lack of, oh, just training, <coughs> excuse me, training and standards in the industry. But in general, the more full spectrum can be called that if it has CBD and maybe a little bit of CBG in it or a tiny trace of a terpene. It just means more than one thing, one step beyond isolated. And so there's a wide range of products in that area of the broad spectrum and full spectrum. And then we're different in terms of what we focus on. We call ours whole plant spectrum as we really try to extract the whole plant and keep in the terpenes and the omega-369 lipids and the flavonoids and then a range of cannabinoids with our highest being the CBDA but also the CBD and THCA and CBN and CBGA and CBG. And again, too, it's a very complicated industry for the average consumer to sort out. And one of the main differences between all these different types that really help people understand why there are so many different types is it goes back to the extraction process. And Justin often talks about how you have THC in a plant that you want to have the THC effect or the psycho active properties and then you have to heat the plant because the plant itself makes thca and cbda the acidic versions and if you heat thca then you make it psychoactive and so people have always focused on heating cannabis plants but sadly when you heat the cbda into cbd you lose a large percent of the health benefits and those are thoughts that if you read the research, you understand or talk to experts in the field, they understand. But you, 
the common person just does not understand that at all. And so they just see the word CBD and they're happy with that. Back to the extraction methods. I know a lot of methods involve chemicals. Will that change the properties of CBDA by using chemicals? Absolutely. People started out with kind of crude methods of extraction using like butane. It sounds quite flammable and ethanol type extraction. And then they work really hard to remove all the solvents or residuals, but sometimes you can't get them all out. And then a cleaner uh, method is the CO2 extraction, just because carbon dioxide can be an air, it can be an air or it can also be a liquid. And so they use it in the liquid form to extract and then they, it evaporates back into the other form. And so it has two main methods. One is called supercritical, and that's really when you really heat it a lot, and that's how you can get the isolate and, you know, really break things down. And then there's a subcritical CO2 where they keep it at low temperature, and then you do keep in more of the properties, and you can actually make CBDA is one of the ways you can make it. And again, too, in America, just in general, our approach to pretty much any kind of food or health is just to cook it and overcook it and overprocess it and add in extra ingredients like we talked about earlier for flavor or just because you think it might add some property to compensate because your CBD isn't that great. And so the extraction method makes a lot of difference. And then our CBDA process, we really focus on keeping it what we call raw. In other words, processed below about 105 degrees. And that way the CBDA, the most powerful part of the plant and the most plentiful, by the way, remain, retains that form. And so we actually have a secret method. I think Justin's getting a patent on it. But again, to just keep it low temperature and actually don't use any solvents. And it's actually extracted right into the cold-pressed hemp seed oil. And so to me, that's the gold standard in terms of extraction. And that also equals the gold standard in terms of the product that you get back from it. All right. So the very first thing everybody should look for when they're deciding what CBD to purchase is how it's extracted and whether it's an isolate or whether it's full spectrum, broad spectrum, cold pressed. And then after that, I noticed that a lot of CBD brands will include different ingredients, whether it's sugar or whether it's different chemicals to accent the desired effect that they're hoping for. Can we dive into that? I'm sure. So one other really important property, by the way, is organic. And organics, a difficult certification to get. California kind of sets the rules there. It includes, you have to include like where it was grown and extracted and produced and everything, and which takes at least three years to do. But you can also see a good product. It will say like an organic ingredients and it'll have the asterisk by all the organic ingredients. And so organic is another uh, good way thing to look for when you're buying a product that has organic ingredients. Because the last thing you need if you have a health issue if it's not organic, that means you're getting Roundup, which is a carcinogen and a neurotoxin, and you're getting GMO-type foods, which can very definitely affect your health, especially your digestive and gut health. So if you look again for the organic, some mention of organic, at least, in your product. And then you're right, again, too, it's a kind of an American or American tradition, I think, because we're just trying to sell and market things so that they taste good and look good, so people buy them for that and not really their benefits. And especially things like gummies. We talked briefly about how when we were children, we had to have sugar or things in our medicine to take it. But as adults, we should be thinking with our brains and thinking of what conditions am I trying to assist. And deep down, we must all know that 
sugar and little chewy gummies with all these cute little flavors and colors should not be the best way to make something that's going to help with our health. Uh, and so again, too, that's why I think they make the gummies so everybody will happily eat them. And then people also add just extra ingredients. I think you mentioned that. So they aren't quite sure their CBD is going to work. So for instance, if it's a topical, they might add in lavender or capsicum or just all kinds of different proper ingredients that already have some benefits. And then you're not quite sure when something works, if it's actually the CBD or if it is the different added ingredients. And then the CBDA, like the whole plant, like we are big fans of, if you take it like sublingually under your tongue, it's a very direct method. And if you have a lot of extra ingredients in there, then your body has to stop and digest those. And you're actually losing a lot of the benefit of whatever product that you're taking. So it's really important to check again. It shouldn't have a lot of ingredients in it. Your topicals, you might see a few more things. There'll be a carrier oil or there'll be a, like a mango butter or shea butter to make it thicker. But you, there shouldn't be any words in a good CBD product that you don't understand and know exactly what they are. In the same way with the sublingual oils, there shouldn't be anything listed that I have no idea what that is. And we often see that like on our food products where there's so many words listed that we have no idea. For a CBD product to work, there should not be anything in there that is not really clear to you uh, what it is. And then also if you see things like sugars and FD number two red dye or anything like that, that should be a signal that company is not really focused on your health. It's more focused on marketing and selling it to you. Yeah, so if you see a, a topical with a CBD isolate, and it's filled in with a bunch of other chemicals, you may get the desired effect, but you're not getting the benefit of the CBD. And so in a short term, you're like, this is working. But in the long term, you're not achieving homeostasis that you would normally achieve if you were on a regular regimen with CBD. And I think that's where we got to be careful because there's a lot going on in your body besides your sore back. And when you're taking CVD, I think it works its way down from the most critical things to the least critical. We could probably do a whole episode on that topic, but if you just an overview on that, Janet, maybe explain why CBD is working on the entire body, not just the exact point that you're using it for that day. Yeah, and that's very true. And again, too, we've been trained as Americans with our pharmaceutical industry that if you have a headache, then you take this pain pill that turns it off immediately. If you're backwards, you take this pill. And you think you get relief, but actually what it's doing is usually blocking like the actual nerve sensor. So you can't feel the pain that it's still there. You can't feel that you still have inflammation and nerve damage are basically what causes pain. And so you, the inflammation is still there. The nerve damage is still there, but you just can't feel it. And we're so trained, it is magical, something hurts and you can take something in 20 minutes, you feel better. It's so short-sighted that for really true health, it's a long-term game. So you have to uh, give your body time to heal. And I used to work with a lot of people who wanted to lose weight and they were doing all these healthy things and they were getting healthier, but they still were overweight. And I said, your body has its priorities. We can logically think about those. Our heart needs to keep beating. So we have to have our heart in shape. Our circulation has to be open so that everything can flow. Our brains have to be able to think and function. And major joints have to be in shape so we can walk. And so again, too, um, our bodies very much have a priority of, of keeping us alive and breathing and then keeping us able to move around, going back to ancient days, move around so you can get food and things like that. And again, too, it's been a very big change in America to actually think about health 
in terms of, A, I have control over my health by what I put in my mouth, by the way, which is a pretty foreign concept to many people. And again, too, the, when you go back to a good CBD, it's actually almost like a magic bullet. And especially when we talk about our CBDA, so it fixes your body because it literally has receptors all over our bodies for it called the endocannabinoid system. And that's what CBD and THC use. And then this CBDA is more intelligent and sophisticated. So it interacts with endocannabinoid receptors, but it literally goes to all of our receptors. And, and it also has, as you mentioned, homeostasis, which means it literally balances every system in our body. And so I know people like some herb for this, or herb for that, or essential oils, and this is supposed to be an anti-inflammatory. But CBDA literally controls the level of inflammation in the entire body besides in specific areas. And that's part of how it balances our immune system. In the same way with an antioxidant, take some vitamin C or some quercetin or whatever, the CBDA literally balances our endocrine or hormone system, which is the balance of oxidation versus antioxidation. So those are huge throughout the body changes that literally are at the base of what causes our ill health. And so those aren't going to be magic and work in one day. And if you want one that works, you're not going to want to fill it full of fillers and chemicals and even a lot of herbs um, or essential oils. We have another belief here in America that the more things that are in a product, the better it is for you. So again, too, you just have to be aware that if you really want true change, you need to have a good pure product. And by pure, I do not mean isolate something without extra ingredients or chemicals. And you have to uh, give the product actually time to work. One analogy I always make is that most of our health issues just don't suddenly happen. Kind of those acute issues like a car accident or a fall. 90% of the illness in America is chronic, which is basically you've not been following the basic rules of how to take care of your body in terms of basic food and water and activity, and has led to certain parts of your body not working. And so this is where the CBDA and good diets and everything work is because you're actually giving your body what it needs to fix itself. And so that's very important to focus on. You get the right product and then learn how to take it correctly and give it the time it needs to work. Yeah, I think the point that you made about it takes time, you got to give the CBD a chance to work. And you don't always know exactly what it's targeting because, for instance, you mentioned your heart. Last thing we want is to have a problem with our heart. But let's just say we do and it, it hasn't got to a point where we're noticing it, but your body knows it. And so if the first thing it's taken care of is let's make sure that the heart's working well and then let's make sure that the liver's working well. Let's make sure that every organ that we're slowly creating stress on by our diet over years and years, the CBD takes a while to, to get those organs back to where they should be. And then it can move on to the less critical <laughs> organs or parts of our body that we may be focused on, but in the big scheme of things, our body says, hey, you know what? We can get to that later. Let's fix our heart. Ab absolutely. And, and you're right. We don't really think about that much. And we just really aren't trained. And our doctors too, they've learned so much science and so much about the pharmaceuticals and their surgeries and things. But sadly, the majority of them do not get much training in their medical schools. I've heard some people say they got as much as two weeks of uh, actual nutrition or things like that. And so they're all great people. They're doing everything they can to help us. They just haven't been taught or, or actually have the time. Because again, too, as doctors, they have, what, 10 or 15 minutes with a person when they come in. And basically, 
we have a lot of people trained to like pharmaceuticals. And so they're very upset if their doctor doesn't give them some. And so there's just kind of this vicious cycle, plus the TV advertising mm -hmm. of all the pharmaceuticals. So a lot of people just want a quick fix and they're used to getting a quick fix. And so it takes a whole new mindset to stop. And A, the biggest step is taking responsibility for your own health instead of, oh, my doctor didn't give me the right medication or I just haven't found the right medication yet for my health issue to actually stop and evaluate very basic things like diet and do you exercise at all, even walking, and then looking at some of the shortcuts. And so I've been an herbalist for many years and worked with all kinds of all the essential oils and all the different treatments. But I have never, ever come across anything like the CBDA, where our body, I say, is sitting there with receptors waiting for it. It goes in and actually balances um, every part of our system for that homeostasis that we talk about. And it does deal with the main problems people come to see or come to use CBD for. And it's still the pain, anxiety, and sleep. And then you have a lot of neurogenerative issues or neurological issues like Alzheimer's and ADHD and migraines and Parkinson's and MS. We have so many diseases now that are pretty critical, pretty long-term and chronic, and people didn't think there was hope for. And so one of my big jobs in working with our company is telling people that there is hope, but you have to take time and you have to listen to how to take it and how much to take and then what you need to do with your lifestyle along with it to make it work. And just to, you have to accept there's not a magic bullet um, that's just going to let you live a very unhealthy life and then suddenly make things all better. You make so many good points, and I think if you're back to recap, if you're in the process or you're thinking about taking CBD, I think we want to, we want to make sure that you, you select the right type and look at what type of extraction method that they used and make sure it's organic prepared to take some time. Don't just expect this to work as a silver bullet. But I think if anyone goes down that path, it's the first step towards a healthy lifestyle. And that will lead you to the next thing. You're making a bunch of lifestyle changes that all together collectively are going to make a big difference. And, and I think CBD is a real easy way to get started on a healthy lifestyle. It certainly is. And then one, and you mentioned, we see it so often, like you mentioned, so people start taking the CBD and if they get a good one, they start to feel a little bit better and it does make them aware of, oh, I do have control of my life. There are things I can get, not at a doctor's office that help me. And then they start pretty soon to notice all the other things become more apparent what they're doing. And then another, two more important steps in does CBD really work? Yeah, so you have to find one, find out how it's extracted, find out if it has, again, two or very, the research, especially more recently, it's very clear that the CBDA, the raw form that the plant makes, is more bioavailable, you need less of it. It's the one that literally goes to all of our receptors and balances everything in our body. It's the one that can repair nerves, it can regenerate nerves like we see with autism and ADHD and Alzheimer's. And so it truly is the most powerful. I always go back, if people have not heard of him yet, Dr. Raphael from Israel, who actually discovered CBDA in 1965 and then CBD and THC. And after 60 years of research, he came actually to California two years ago to say CBDA is the most powerful and effective of all of the cannabinoids, 10 to 100, up to 1,000 times more powerful. And so that word's slowly spreading, but not really spreading there. So again, too, if you look for a, a product. And just another thing online, if you're buying anything or in a shop, if you're buying anything, you always have to make sure you're getting a good product. 
you always ask for what's called a COA or certificate of analysis. And most good companies now have the little QR code on your label. You can even click and see it or their website. And that will just tell you how much CBD is in it, how much CBD, how much THC. It will also tell you if there's like solvents, if they use like an ethanol extraction. It can tell you if there's little micro whatever LGs or whatever that have built up in there that haven't been removed. And so that's one way you can always check to make sure you're getting a good product. And so if you look at ours, for instance, at one to one CBD, you'll see that the CBDA, this raw form we're talking about, is around 70% or more. And then you can again to look at all the different things. So as a consumer, another first step in picking out the right one is to look for how they analyzed it and see exactly what the ingredients are. And they'd have to list the extra things too. I'm not sure if Justin can talk because he's on the plane, but I know he said a number, almost every interview, he talks about going to 101cbd.org and you guys give out samples and you have all the information if people need to do more research on this before they jump into it. It's a great place to find the information. And then, as you mentioned, even in this interview, they can even set up consultations with you guys where you can help them determine what's best for their particular ailment, the dosing and everything else. You're in charge of that, Janet. I am. And that's a really important part of what I do. And so even on Clubhouse, if you go to my Instagram profile, there's even the link is right there. Or if you go to 101cbd.org website, it'll say free consultation in the opening pages. And if you click on that, a calendar comes up for you to sign up for a 30-minute time. And so I do a free, very free, uh, 30-minute video uh, conference on Zoom and do follow-ups with people there too. There's just a lot of complex issues out there that need more in-depth talking than just take 20 milligrams or whatever. And so it's a big part of what we do. And then we also do follow-up with people. And I tell the people that I work with, and it's not a guarantee, but getting very close to a guarantee that if you stay in touch with me, if you keep adjusting your doses and how you're doing it, make some lifestyle changes. I have at this point yet had to have anybody that did not see uh, good results. And so some people have very complex things that aren't like totally cured at this moment, but continue to make progress. And that's really all you can guarantee is that you'll continue to make progress. Although we have many people who have made astounding uh, progress on their illnesses. So our free consultation is again, to a big part of why our product works so well with people. Because you can imagine if you wandered into a CVS or any other type store and just bought something off the shelf, you're not quite sure what to do with it, which is another huge issue. Mm-hmm. And so why some of the other things you need to know, one of them is what is a dose and how do you measure it and things like that. And so most bottles should have at least somewhere mentioned one dropper is worth this many milligrams or a half a dropper is worth this many milligrams or the total bottle has this many milligrams in it. And that's another thing that I spend a lot of time talking about. We actually started adding a little uh, card to all of our orders or in the store or online that lists our different strengths, like 800, 1600, 3200 milligram bottles. And then a half dropper of this is 20. And then in the 1600, it's 40. And so people can actually see exactly how much they can take and adjust it themselves. And at least have some sense of it. And on the other side of the card, it actually lists very specific instructions on how to take it. The industry in general was having people take our sublingual oils or the drops, people call them, or tinctures, and keep them in their mouth like 30 to 90 seconds. And so another unique thing about 101 CBD is we recommend at this point five to seven minutes under the tongue. 
because it goes through that membrane under a tongue by osmosis, which is not a quick process. But if you do hold it there the five to seven minutes, it then goes into the gland and then right into the bloodstream. And so it's working in 20 to 40 minutes. And then that's versus if you swallow it in 90 seconds or if you eat a gummy or a capsule, uh, it has to break down in your stomach and your liver. And so depending upon what's in your stomach, it can take up to two hours before the CBD can get to you. And all the science research has shown very clearly you get 10% of what you take when you have to, when it has to go through your stomach and liver. So if you take a 20 milligram gummy, you're going to get two milligrams. And so that's another very important part, getting effectiveness to CBD work for me. It's how are you taking it? And again, too, if you're swallowing it right away or eating it in an edible form, uh, you're really not getting very much at a time and you may not see results from uh, especially a serious condition. Okay. We've given everybody a lot of information today. And for people that aren't aware of this, is we do this podcast. You can find it at Miracle Plant and it's on Apple and Spotify and Pandora. We also record this show live on Clubhouse every Saturday morning. And I we're doing it live right now, and I see there are a bunch of people in the audience, and we appreciate everyone being there, and, and Connie has her hand up. And before we wrap things up, maybe we give Connie a chance to jump in. Connie, how are you doing today? Hi, thank you. Wow, what great knowledge today. I'm just getting into growing hemp here in Montana. I come to you from my tribal homelands in Fort Belknap, Montana. It's home to the Aani and the Nakoda. And my experience with hemp, I had, and the reason why I'm growing it, is I had breast cancer in 18 and I had a mastectomy. And I made the mistake of letting them put breast implants in me. And to make a long story short, my body rejected those breast implants and it went through a series of different things chaos really and I got some inflammation tests and the inflammation within my body was just off the charts and I was healthy prior to that I didn't really have no issues with anything but I had to get those inflammation tests periodically until because I was making moves to get those breast implants out and then COVID hit well the only thing I did differently within a few month time period from getting those inflammation tests was I took a CBD oil for about two weeks because my mom was taking it. So I thought, we'll try it. And I did. I tried it for two weeks. And then I didn't really see a huge difference in energy levels, which was the big thing I was dealing with. But I went back for more inflammation tests, probably about two weeks, maybe a month later. And I had zero inflammation within my body. And so that whole time period, I was testing for high inflammation. And then all of a sudden, I have no inflammation. And the only thing different that I did was CBD oil. So I'm a believer. I'm growing it here. I think I inboxed Justin and Janet about finding a seed to grow here in Montana for the CBD oil. If you can all help me with that, I would be forever grateful because I think this plant is healing. It is versatile and it can really help build sustainability for my community. So thank you. This is Connie and I'm done. Absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah. That's one of our big missions at 101hemp.org is to 
teach people how to grow hemp, most in the backyard, but we certainly can get you in touch with varietals. And in fact, anybody who orders a product on our website in the notes section of the checkout, just say free hemp seeds and we'll send you some for free. If you're looking for a large production facility, we'll definitely get you in contact with the right sources and make sure that happens. Yeah, hit us up in our DMs on Instagram. I'm literally taking off right now, if you can hear the jet engine behind me. But yes, we will certainly follow up. And I'm so happy to hear that it's helped with inflammation for you. And I'm really glad we got a chance to connect. Thank you. Yeah, I just have to, I'm just testing. So I just want a few seeds, but I have to submit license numbers and all that for the seed. And it has to be certified for my plan to submit to my tribal council. So thank you. I will reach out. Yeah, we can certainly help out with that. And I'm starting to climb altitude, so I might lose you. But we'll, we'll, we'll touch base on Instagram, and I look forward to helping out anyway. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Be sure to come back again next Saturday or whenever you can. I'd love to hear more about how things are going. And, and that's really what helps keeps us charging on because there's as in life and business and organizations, there's always um, obstacles and there's always ups and downs and Really what keeps us going is that we know we're making an impact in the world. So everybody, thanks for stopping by and thanks everyone for tuning in. And next week we'll be back here, same bat time, same bat channel on Clubhouse. We'll be covering topics of this miracle plant and how it helps people in extraordinary ways and really understanding why it helps and how it helps and just hearing the stories of how this miracle plant has helped so many. So thank you everybody for coming in and tuning in. Please share, please review. When you share, these stories get out. When you review, it's easier for people to find these stories on your Apple podcast. So thank you, everybody, for coming by the Miracle Plan podcast. And happy healing. And as we always say, on the count of three, unmute your mics. Because what we're doing here is our mission is very clear and simple. It is to heal the world. So on the count of three, we say heal the world. So if you're in the audience, you can join in as well. On the count of three, one, two, three. Heal the world! everybody. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Miracle Plan Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, this is Cheryl Murray Powell Esquire, and I'm the host of the Terps in the City podcast. I am a cannabis agricultural dietary supplement and trade attorney. I'm also a hemp farmer, and I've been recently named to the list of High Times Magazine's top 100 influencers in cannabis. I'm inviting you to follow me along my journey as I move back to New York to support the adult use market there. You're going to get a chance to listen to conversations with some of my friends along the way. I look forward to seeing you at Terps in the City.